0: Listen to this. Zaccawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. And Steve, it's Steve.
1: Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> he said it again. Happy days are here again. Turning with the drive, it's Steve Zaccawani.
2: Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day is when you're listening to this. Welcome to Winging It with Zach and Brad. We're here, episode number two. And to be completely honest, I thought the tone and the mood of this episode would be way different when I thought about it yesterday. And then obviously this morning waking up to that defeat um, on penalties against Olympia. And I'm stuck between two words. One disappointment, one disaster. It's like two ends of the spectrum and I don't know which way I lead more. Disappointment, I would say, for the sake of like, it's early in the season. They're in mid-season form no matter who they are. Even if you're a better team than they are they're a little bit more fit than you are. You were missing some players. You did manage to score four goals. There are positive to take. João Paulo looks like the real deal and you just couldn't get it done. You lost on penalties. You weren't blown out. So it's disappointing in that sense. Disaster is you put a lot into this training base in Mexico, talked it up all off-season, built a squad designed for this. Two away goals, two goal lead, up to one at home in the dime minutes last night, conceded a ton of set-piece goals. And when the draw was made on December 9th, we all were licking our lips and smiling because we were happy with the draw. We avoided some of the bigger teams and now, of all the MLS teams, the Sound is a team that's out. I don't know if that's that's a disaster, but I don't know if we should be disappointed or Say it was a disastrous event. I don't know. Brad, where do you land? I'm somewhere in between.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I thought that this one was for sure in the bag. You know, I told Schmetz before the game, <laughs> it's 3-0. That's, 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 I- <laughs> that's the history of this game. Is like yeah. we, we've had these before, and we know that we win at home, right? Um, so it, it is a disappointment. Disaster, I don't know. I don't mm. know if it's a disaster. I mean, there's, like you said, you, you, you kind of get split right down the middle there. Yeah. Disaster that we didn't advance. Disappointment in how we handle the game and game management for the guys. Yeah. Um, you know, so that caught, caught in between two places. See, I watched on
2: my phone. You were at the game.
0: Um, what happened? Like, yeah, what actually happened? Honestly, it, it, it looked like it was in the bag. Like, I was comfortable yeah. sitting with Taylor. We were watching the game. It was like, all right, we, you know, obviously you give up one early. But that's sometimes that's better to get the guys going, right? Like, yeah. maybe they're a little bit too comfortable. And then, but like you said, set piece. You give up a set piece that's um, unacceptable more than disaster i think yeah, yeah, uh, yeah and then you know you you get one back on a set piece yourself yeah. uh, and then you score a good goal it takes a, a little bit of a deflection but mm-hmm. it's still a good goal and then you're holding on in what 87th minute yeah and it's uh two guys our own guys kind of collide in the air ball falls yeah. uh fortunately and it's a great finish ridiculous looking from behind ridiculous goal, yeah. goal a great yeah. goal yeah uh and then penalties is about you know Putting your shot on target, yeah, that's number one. Make the keeper make a save. Um,
2: and then your keeper's got to come up huge as, as well. Do you think, did, uh, did, did we play well enough, though? Or, like, did we play, did, can we say over two legs we played well enough to win? That's I, what I'm, I'm trying to, yeah.
0: Offensively, I think we played well enough. Defensively, yeah. no. In terms yeah. of keeping the ball and making them really run and switching the point of attack multiple yeah. times, no. Yeah. Um, you know, last night I saw a team that uh, was a little bit too willing to get forward. It looked like they were out of ideas in the second half.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Joven multiple times putting his hands in the air, asking for someone to check for the ball to combine and play. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was a, a situation of lack of ideas to close out the game. Yeah. Um, and that happened down there as well. So that'll be something, obviously, we know that they'll go over. Um, but now you kind of throw this one behind you, and, and now it's like, hey, now we got Supporter Shield and... Uh, and a couple other tournaments to win.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I struggle with it. For me, the main thing, I, I think the hardest part of it is it was a good draw. And then I think I felt confident whether it was going to be Saprisa or Montreal. I thought that was a good draw. And then you're not really seeing Tigres until the semifinals, who, again, they almost went out, but they are a powerhouse. Yeah. That would have been a no big doubt. ask. But... You'd be at that point, not mid-season form, but you'd have a couple of MLS games under your belt, four or so Champions League games. So I think it's a missed opportunity. Just it was, I think, a year where um, an MLS team really could have won it. And looking at Seattle's bracket, I think that's the disappointing part. Without being too negative, the positives from the two legs is... The Brazilian signing yeah like he's I think the yeah, I think deal. he's good
0: yeah yeah I think he's really good he controls the ball well he yeah. uh, he gets out of sticky situations um he gets forward as well and like we talked about last time it's now can this team get healthy enough to get everyone yeah. on the field at the same time to to really make a splash and see what these guys can do all at the same time
2: yeah yeah I know it's only two games is there anything glaring to you that stands out like we still need that or no because I know some people might say a winger
0: yeah, winger, someone to stretch the defense. Yeah, yeah. But I thought actually Miguel when he came in, it was, his movement was good, and it's really difficult, you know, to go yeah. to a new team and your first game is, you know, in front of twenty five thousand yeah. in a game that you have to win yeah. to make an impact. But I thought that he was he can he can provide a little bit of creativity and speed and quickness. Yeah. Um, but now it's about getting him consistent. Uh, minutes, but I still think Joven is, um, you know, lacking ideas on the wing a yeah, little bit, yeah. um, and his speed just doesn't seem to be there right now. No. Um, so, it's, yeah. but in saying that, it was still you score four goals in two games. Yeah. If you'd have told us before that, you'd be like, "All right, we're we're advancing from that." That's right? the
2: point with two away goals as well. The reason I say the wing is because I think Jordan's going to be fine on the left. I I like I liked the soundest teams, and I'm a bit biased here when it was me and Sana, because we had two guys on the wings who would just go, go, go. And it kept them honest. I feel like Jordan, you know, he's going to do that. Joven's looking to come inside all the time. Kelvin's good going forward. I don't think he's a guy who just overlaps. Not, he's not DeAndre in that sense. So that's why I think you're still missing someone on the right, maybe, because there was no real threat coming from there. And I do think Raul misses Nico a lot. He's the guy that really suffers with Ladero. They've got a great understanding. Nico, some, in his own Nico way finds Raul in so many good positions. I think that missed a lot as well. It's like
0: Oba and Clint. Exactly. You, know, you find just, that partnership, just it just flows, right? Yeah. But my my biggest thing when you're talking about wingers and outside backs mm-hmm. is it's it's like Jovan is the same as Nuhu yeah. and Kelvin pairs up better with Jordan, right? But, it was Jordan, like,
2: but Jordan hates the right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's finding that right balance. Yeah. It's almost like they're all counteracting each yeah. other at the same time and there's no fluidity between really link-up play between Nuhu and Jordan don't have a good understanding. No and uh, Kelvin and 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 Joven don't have a good understanding no, right now. No. So until that happens, trying to find a combination yeah. of that, that, that will open up play for the Sounders yeah. to swing in the ball. And I think the end of the second half becomes different.
2: Yeah. I think the thing with Nuhu is he wants to go, go, go. But if I could speak to him, I would say, look, Jordan doesn't need you to go every time. Like, Jordan is not a, He's not Victor. He's going to come inside to leave that space for you. No, he's like you. He yeah. wants to be isolated. Exactly. My my. I say this all the time. I played with Leo Gonzalez behind me for so many years I enjoyed it a lot but the guy I had the most fun with was Zach Scott because before every game every time Zach Scott was behind me he would say I don't want to cross the halfway line I'm going to defend <laughs> you, I don't want to see you back in this half I'll handle this side I loved it because I knew because <laughs> you I'd didn't have, have to, have to defend and, yeah exactly and then I would only be <laughs> focused on going forward but the point is that you have to know that your player's strengths I know who loves to go forward but if that's Jordan Morris leave him 1v1 don't bring extra numbers for the most part if Okay, if Nuhu was a 9 out of 10
0: good, great delivery type of player, like then Brad go Smith. ahead and go. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and go every single yeah. time. But yeah. if it's just to go, to go, yeah. then it doesn't make much yeah. sense.
2: Yeah, I struggle with that. Um, does this affect Sunday in any way or no?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think, well, it affects Sunday that you come off a loss and you've got two yeah. days of rest, and then you've got to show up in front of you know 40,000 fans yeah. that are expecting now a win after yeah. coming off of a draw and a loss. Yeah. Um, well, two draws, however you want to however you want to say it. And a loss. <laughs> yeah. It's a loss, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh disappointing to say the least, but honestly a great crowd last night, you know, much larger than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I heard um, yeah. but yeah. I know that the guys will be the guys will be reeling off of this one. Um it looks like Gustav is feeling better. You know, I saw him training before the game.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. and he's
0: he's moving pretty good. So uh getting close to but, you know, and then you're missing a center back who who mm. doesn't have his VC teaser, yet. Yeah.
2: So. How 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 much should we rotate? Because I'm trying to think it's, I want to see your take on this because I always struggle with this because I remember growing up in England and watching being a big fan of Arsenal obviously and they were always in the Champions League so was Manu, and I would see Man, U, Man U's midfield four Beckham, Keane, Skulls Giggs would play away at Norwich on the weekend and then Wednesday night they were at the Bernabeu playing Madrid same four yeah. then Saturday at home to West Ham and then the next Wednesday they were away to whoever I agree with rotation but I feel like in MLS it's like you there's this idea that people cannot play two games in four days Whereas in Europe, they do it all the time. Yeah. So I don't know where. Like, I don't want to see Schmetz. I want to see Schmetz play his strongest team. Well,
0: he shouldn't rotate now. These guys <laughs> don't have any more champions. League. Yeah, There's not so. another tournament until the summer. So yeah. you've got ample time now where it's a game. Every, and you've got a FIFA break coming up. Yeah. So push these guys and make them get a result and then reevaluate in in three or four or five weeks and see where guys are yeah. at. But all in all, you feel
2: good about Sunday. So I think it'll be a win. I don't know much about Chicago.
0: I feel good about Sunday. I th- I think Chicago is in an interesting place that they've yeah. rebranded, right? Yeah. And that can kind of give a team a jolt yeah. just like Kansas City did. Um, you know, they've got a yeah. new... Uh, ton of new players mm-hmm. uh, they're playing in a new venue at home so they've got a new logo they've got everything that comes with yeah. basically being a new franchise um, but they've got some consistent players that have that have done well in, in years past yeah. um, haven't been able to put together results but it's an opening game it, at CenturyLink these are games that the team always wins Yeah,
2: have to have to win have to win alright much more much more from myself and Brad but when we come back we'll be joined by Sounders play-by-play announcer Liverpool fan I'm gonna to talk to him about that. Keith Kostogun is in the studio with us. Stay tuned. All right, we're back, winging it with Zach and Brad. Delighted to say, we are joined by an honor. Are you? A, are you? What do you call it? A scouse? A scouse? Or scouse uh, Honorary Scouse. Honorary Scouse, yeah. scouse yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honorary Scouse. Keith Costigan. Listen, I'm going to start. You must be feeling great these days. What a season. Yeah, I,
1: I am. But um, I've been through so much with this club. You're not going to get me saying it's over. Let's it's four let's, more games, right? Four, it's four, win. yeah, four wins. Yeah, until we get those four wins. Four you know, wins. Yeah, <laughs> I'm,
2: still on, I'm still on edge. But yeah, certainly enjoying the last couple of months for sure. What's like, what? Because I've seen Man City's team over the last two years. Exceptional. I've seen Pep's Barcelona. Exceptional. But even those teams never won every game except one. What, like, how do you explain? Especially in England as well. I think you won twenty six out of twenty seven league games, one defeat in like sixty. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It, what it, is it? I don't, I don't, I don't understand. For me,
1: it's it's the things that um, I mean. I know you guys were talking about the the Sounders game. For me, it was Liverpool's ability to win the second ball every time they compete. So Chris Wilder, the Sheffield United coach, after they lost, said Liverpool are a great team, but they also do the little things yeah. that even the small teams do. So Sometimes you can be out-battled when you go away to West Ham and those tough games. Liverpool win more second balls. You know, long ball forward, boom, that second ball, their midfield is so dynamic in terms of the work rate. So, um, yeah, they, they all buy in. And I, I think they're so hungry because they went so close last year. Yeah. They were never going to let loose that grip once, once they got going this season. So, so that, for me, we can talk about the skilled players, but... The Hendersons, the Fabiños, the the Wijnaldum, who I think has been unbelievable it's this year. They, yeah. Their ability to win the second ball is, think has us in this position.
0: That they have something different that the Man City, you know, amazing squads don't have. They have those English players who yep. have yeah. like been through it before and come up the ranks who know what it's like to win at you know yeah. a, a minnow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I think if you look at Klopp though, he came from Mainz where he had to battle in relegation, you know, in battles in in the Bundesliga. Dortmund were a power team, so I think if you tried to compete. With Man City straight up, the way Man City play, they're the best in the world. The way they play yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, so Liverpool said, "No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna outmuscle you. You know, you open up, we're gonna hit with power. You know, in those gaps with Mane and Salah. So it's fascinating when they come up against each other. It's not, you know, canceling each other out. It's no. two very different styles and two teams at the very top
2: within their their style of play. So athletic, it's insane. H- how do you choose who's I hate doing this anyway because I think everyone's important. But who's the most important player? Because some (laughs) weeks, I think it's Alisson because the save he made the other day. Because you don't concede any goals ever. People forget how good he actually is. Then Mane, I think, has been probably the best player in the world, not named Messi this season. Ole Wendowski, probably in that conversation. Still think Salah doesn't get the credit he deserves week in, week out. Henderson's been fantastic for Binho. For me, Van Dijk, without question. I've never seen a defender. It's too easy. He, he looks when you try to beat him, he looks annoyed that you would attempt to beat him. Yeah. He looks annoyed, like why would you try this? And I've never seen anything like I've seen real Ferdinand in his prime was fantastic. Maldini was fantastic. No one like Van Dyke. I've not seen it. I'm not saying he's the best ever, but I've not seen anything like it. Is he the most important player? Yeah.
1: I, I would say so. I think what you pointed out, there's been different stages of the season. Start of the season, Liverpool went 13, 14, 8 with no clean sheets. Yeah. And you're going, oh, hang on, they're getting enough goals. Then all of a sudden they stop scoring goals. But they're picking up clean sheets. So yeah. it was 1-0, one 1-0. Nil, one nil. So at, at each stage of the season, there's been something. But, but someone put out a, a graphic the other day of Liverpool's performances without certain players. Alisson's missed nine games. Liverpool have won nine. Henderson's missed six. They've won. Like, yeah. So it was like the fact that it's like it's, it's an X man mentality. In, yeah, it it, it's. Yeah. And but that's how
0: Dortmund was, too. That's yeah. how they were built. But
1: yeah. exa- I think as a player within that squad, it's why there's so much harmony. Because Joe Gomez wasn't playing. Matip was the no- number two centre yeah. back. But the minute he went out, it was, okay, it's now yours to, to own. He's owned it, and Matip hasn't got back in. So there's a feeling that, look, i got away from my opportunity, but when I'm in, I've got I've to be at top level. And, yeah. and, and that's the reason they've been so successful.
0: I see uh, Van Dyke like a Chad Marshall. The way that he walks <laughs> around the field, yeah. and he's just bigger than everyone yeah. else. He's faster. He's ac- Chad is the fastest guy yes. on the field when yeah. he plays. Yeah. If yeah. you didn't know that, look yeah. it up. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just like it seems too easy at times. Like, yeah. just... It's one arm, move, it, move an attacker, i win the header, I'll get it and I'll play yeah. out, right? I yeah. can hit the long ball as well. And it, like you said, yeah. it
1: almost looks like they're annoyed on the field. Yeah, it's and it's so like good. this, like... Well, yeah. I, I, I did his first ever game for Liverpool. I covered it for Fox. I, I Against, got the first em- interview. Em- yeah. 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 So afterwards, uh, you know, Michelle, Michelle was with me and Michelle's like four foot nine. <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> so out of all the players she's ever been around and, and Van Dyke comes over and he's, as, he's just scored the winner... I said, had a feeling, yeah, it's good, you know, I haven't played in a while, so, it was just so, like, matter (laughs) of fact, and then she goes, he's got a presence, and she doesn't know soccer players in in that sense, and I went, what do you mean, she went, you could just tell this guy is unbelievable, like, the way he, yeah, yeah, the way he carries himself, and
2: that, maybe that translates to his teammates, too, nothing rattles him, yeah, Yeah, I agree, great point on Chad Marshall, I think, I was playing against them in the 2010 Open Cup final, And I pushed it past someone, and I could feel someone breathing down my neck. (laughs) And I'm like, this has to be Robbie Rogers or someone, or Emmanuel Ekpo, or someone first. And it was Chad Marshall. (laughs) I'm like, listen, I did not know this guy. How is Chad closing me down? So I I do actually agree with that. Um, Speaking of Chad and MLS. Yes. 25th season. What do you expect, first from the expansion teams, Inter, Miami, and Nashville? And I would say this with this. I've seen them go two ways. The LAFC Atlanta way. And then the Orlando City and some others way, Cincinnati. Cincinnati way, yeah. It's just really bad. Which, w- which way do you see these two teams going? The expansion teams. I,
1: d- I don't think either will be quite LAFC. I, I, I think what they what they've done. I think John Thorrington, Bob Bradley, yeah. bringing in the players that they did. People automatically assume, well, you go out and get. T-. No, it's not that easy to to, to mesh within a, a group so quickly. So, but I don't think they will be Cincinnati. Inter Miami have signed. Some really, really top players. Um, I think they might be a little bit top-heavy right now. I don't know if they have the the mix within that group, but I think they'll be competitive. They'll be entertaining to watch. Nashville, I, I really don't know too much about, to be honest. And if I was to lean one way or the other, I would lean them closer to Cincinnati than I would to you know a, a top-tier uh, first first-year team. But um, I I think, you know, getting Walker Zimmerman was big for them to to build from the back and give you you, you something to build upon. Um, But, yeah, I think this weekend to see Nashville against Atlanta... That, that's a tough one <laughs> yeah, to start with, be. you know. Yeah, <laughs> pity awesome. Martinez is on form. Joseph, yeah. Joseph Martinez, Joseph for is me is just ridiculous. an absolute animal yeah, uh, as a real. number nine. So that's that's going to be a fun. That one guy to watch. loves scoring goals more than yeah. anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> there was a there was a moment in the game the other day where Barco was making. A, he hadn't passed it to him last time, and you got the sense that in Barco's head, he was like, "I promise, I'm getting it to you this time. Just don't get mad." Yeah. Like it's. It's like
0: he has such a presence, yeah. It's the guy at the park that's playing with yeah. his kids that never lets him score <laughs> and wants to score fifteen against his own
2: kids. I picture how Steve plays. like that. I picture <laughs> Steve like that. <my> <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Um, Sounders prospects for this season got to make a runner support show shortly.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is the first year in a long time we're seeing. Um, everybody in from the start. Like, at the start of every year, we're going, where's this guy? We're, like, there's yeah. players out injured. There's, hey, we're going to get a DP in the summer. So, you know, credit Garth and, and, and the guys for getting like, João Paulo yeah. in quickly. Um, obviously, when, when Nico's in the side, when Gustav, there's a little bit of depth there as well. I think you mentioned Miguel Ibarra earlier. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I think... You know, getting proven MLS players as well that you can plug in some gaps when needed. Um, but but yeah, it's, it's getting ever more competitive. I mean, you're talking about competing for a supporter shield. I don't know what the gap was last year in the end with, with LAFC, but... Significant. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of competition yeah. in the West. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just think once these tournaments come around, <clears throat> mm-hmm. whether it's Open Cup or international, we've you're starting to see really good players in this league that you're starting to lose a lot of really good players. And so if you don't have that depth, you really dig yourself a hole. And I think that... Other teams have done a very good job of building a roster from top to bottom and ours is very academy heavy yeah. and it will yeah. be it will be a good test, right? And that ultimately tests what this club wants to do for the future is it yeah. are we going to then build from academy? Because the, the better players you bring in as DPs, TAM players, the more likelihood that you're going to lose them for an extended period of time throughout the year. So yeah. you better have the roster built to compete for a supporter shield.
2: I agree with that so much. I think that's tough. And I think LAFC inadvertently benefited that Carlos Villa doesn't want to play for Mexico. Yeah. Like you, he, he just stays.
1: You have the ultimate DP, right? <laughs> right. He, he could he play just, wherever he wants he and he's like, no, I'm good here.
2: Yeah. International call-up, no,
1: I'm good no. with that. Hang on it's a minute. Unbelievable. You've struck gold. Yeah. But hey, but by the way, I do have to say, new podcast setup. absolutely love it. <laughs> this is like, it's a little bit nerve-wracking walking in because both of you are like facing you. Fire. Yeah, ball, I, I, fire. I, I, I said it beforehand, like first 48, the good cop, yeah. bad cop, you're wondering what way it goes. But yeah. if this was Miami, we could call it Miami Vice. The <laughs> <laughs> that's, I the, that. that's the way, I, I think winging it, is is Steve, but another like you I know, it's it's it. kind of like a, a new Se- name for every podcast. Seattle SVU, you know, something like that. Uh, yeah, I
2: love it. I want to get you both of your opinion on this because I I I fight with this all the time. Coming from England, watching the Arsenal Invincibles, watching Alex Ferguson build dynasties, winning the league, winning the league. It was always drummed in to be the best team in a country, you must win the league. And Pep preaches that, Klopp preaches that, it's just a thing. I came to the States, I began to see the playoffs, loved it, you know, in basketball, in the NFL, college, college, MLS, it's great, March Madness, I love that. I struggle now, I love the new MLS format in terms of it's shorter and et cetera, and there's only one leg, not two legs, no playing games. But I struggle with the word champions not being for the best team across 34 games. Like I feel like as a player and a coach, I would strive to be the best at that. But I also understand in this country we honour the MLS Cup champions, which the sound is "Oh, that's great." How do we raise the profile of the Supporters' Shield? How do you make it more important? Because we were talking just now, we couldn't name the last five Supporters' Shield winners. Like I struggled to name them all, but MLS Cup easy.
1: Well, I, I can't believe, first of all, you can't name the last five. That, that's, that's really <laughs> bad. Ridiculous. I mean, you know, we're supposed to be MLS experts here. So shame on both of you. I will not name it just because I don't, right. want, to, of course. <laughs> I don't want to put you in that we're position. Now, I think you're almost in an impossible situation yeah. because the, the sporting setups over here is the regular season and then the playoffs. And I'll be honest with you. I've bought into that covering MLS. I, you know, yeah. I haven't gone at the end of the MLS season. Well, that's it. LAFC are the, the yeah. champions. So I'm used to it now. And once people get used to something, it's, you can't just all of a sudden turn around and say, yeah. well, that, that, that's done. This is the, the new way of doing it. Um, I, I enjoy it. I don't think any other league could do it and, and make it work the yeah. way MLS does. But... You know Liga MX does it as well with Liga at the end of their Apertura and Clausura, and yeah, I, I don't think that's that's here to stay. It's, it's here and change. it's here to stay. But yeah. you
0: came over to Akron, right? Yes. And in college, you're playing mostly your conferences. Yes. heavy, right? So if you just won all your games and you finish the season ranked at number one, that's not true, right? right? Because you're not yeah. really testing yourself against the best. I think now that the MLS plays a home and away, mm-hmm. it gets that. I think the conversation gets started a little bit more. Yeah. But before it was like you would play New York once, mm-hmm. and then you'd play. You'd have to play the Galaxy three yeah. times. Yeah. If you were a supporter S.H.I.E.L.D. that way and the Galaxy were one of the top the teams, powers, then you're like, yeah. oh yeah, we were the best team that year, right?
1: But it, it so, basically lends yeah. into talk radio because I, I listen to talk radio yeah. a lot and, and other sports I have to turn out like they'll be like the college rankings. This team's strength of schedule they've beaten, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why is Alabama like? Yeah, they haven't. Be- they're Alabama beating some team seventy-five nil. I'm like, po- imagine, imagine Liverpool and Man City could Playing pick whoever they play. and friend. they're like, yeah, Liverpool this week will play Scunthorpe. It's fifteen nil. Like, they paid no, to play, play those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid to yeah. play them it, it so they makes, can smash it, them. It makes no sense to me. So for me, it's like. Put the best teams together. like yeah. I want to see more of the best teams playing each other.
2: Um, so you're a fan of the European Super League, potentially. No, no you know what? <laughs> I, I, I would hate to see Yeah, I would ball. hate. For me, the way we have it, look, money dictates
1: everything. The yeah. way the leagues are set up, you cannot look away from grassroots because ultimately, yeah. if you pull out the, the infrastructure... The house falls down. Yeah. That's that's the way I look at it. You, you can't just have all the money at the top end. Um, I love the way the Champions League yeah. is. I, I hope Concacaf Champions League gets to that level. Yeah. Um, I think this week we've seen incredible Champions League games. games. It's yeah. been fun. It felt like a pl- honestly, it felt like a yeah. playoff yeah. type game last it did. night,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. It felt like it. it w- the quality might not have been there, but it was the chippiness, the fouls. Yeah. And it's getting there, and the more money they put in, like you talked about, money, yeah. money moves yeah. everything. Yeah. It's only going to increase that
2: quality. Yeah. Keith, last one for you. Sunday prediction, not really score, but how you see the game going. I, I think
1: I don't know enough about Chicago to, yeah. to, to go in and say, this is how Chicago are going to approach things. I think Raphael Wicke, from what I saw in the in the U17s, I think he was with maybe a little bit more defensive minded. I think they'll come to, to get a result in terms of they would be happy with a point. But I think looking back to last season and the game last night, we have to be better defensively in transition. Um, I think we'll score. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is, can, can, we, can we get the clean sheet? Yeah. 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 Can Raul get off the mark? That'll yeah. be the big... What's the over-under for him this year? Goals scored. I mean,
2: I'm surprised he hasn't hit 20 yet. Like, has he ever hit 20 for the summer? So, so last year, there was, a, there was a spell where he was injured, right? Yeah, where, yeah. And then he came back and... And then he had his first ever spell of not scoring for like four or five games. Yeah, Cause yeah. Normally, so I don't know why he wouldn't score 20 goals. Like, he's so good at finishing. That's yeah. like, so good.
0: It's a matter of if he's going to be consistently with the national team yeah, too and missing no, some games as
2: well. Yeah, because he only plays about 20, 25 games a exactly. year anyway. Yeah.
0: but well, that's, that's a good strike rate, though. He's got. I, he's
2: I like would go 17. I mean, with everything, add yeah. everything in, I would say 17. 15. Yeah, I'd, I would love to see him crack 20 because I think he surely he like, could. I'm surprised yeah. that Ober never did it. Clinton, that we talking all competitions or are we talking just MLS? MLS. MLS. Just MLS. I don't think we've ever had a 20. I mean, they got open. I was going to say there's no other competitions now. No, there's League Cup, Campeonato's Cup, all these cups. Yeah, yeah. not a cup, of, Cubs. Yeah, yeah, cup yeah. of cups. A yeah, yeah. yeah, cup of cups. That cup. Yeah. Anyway, Keith, always a pleasure. Um, looking forward to a great season on the air with you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, around. guys.
1: Good. Good to have you, Brad. I've been in the office. Brad is doing every single job. <laughs> he's 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 the hardest working office person I've ever seen in my life. I was so, here from nine to nine yesterday, man. <laughs> <laughs> put in I twelve it. hours yesterday. <laughs> a lot of busy
2: work. No one. No one quite knows what he's actually doing. <laughs> I right. have my feet up most yeah. of the time. <laughs> I love it. All right, pleasure. And we're back. Thanks again to Keith Costigan for joining us. We'll jump right into some questions, some really, really good ones actually here. Um, the first one's going to go to Brad because this kind of fits you more. And mm. I guess I could take the second part. This is from, I can't even say that username, Easy Peasy 206, I think. Um, what would you say as a captain to your team after a match like that? And the second part is, and as a player, do you want slash need a captain to say anything so you take the first part because you were the captain and I was a player I'll okay. take the second part
0: I would say to my player what was so hard about reading easy peasy
2: <laughs> it's the way it That's what I would <laughs> say. it's spelled. it's the way it <laughs> it's spelled. So, it's say, the way hey,
0: it's <laughs> bro. Um, yeah I mean disappointment in the locker room I would say um, usually after losses I think we all especially after penalties there's yeah. not much to say I think it more is the next day, let the guys think about it a little bit. And then mm-hmm. once we have our team meeting, it's like, all right, um, this has got to be better, number one. Like we said before, we're up in two games and we let yeah. it slip, right? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest concern. It's not scoring goals right now. It's not, you know, creating yeah. chances. That's all a plus. Yeah. But now it's can we keep to zero? That'll, that'll be the biggest thing. And that's a challenge for the guys. It's it's an yeah. opportunity lost. It's disappointing for sure. This one will, will fade. Um, and now we focus on the league, but yeah. it, it's got to be better. Um, and from Steph's point of view, it starts with him then in the back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about organization yeah. because maybe Shane isn't the number one option, although I thought he won some, some good balls last night yeah, and I thought decent. that he actually yeah. played pretty good yeah. um, for his first game. Um, now it's just all about organization of those back four because we know what the rest of the field can do. Yeah. And now can, can Steph get those guys in line and in yeah. order to, to get a result here on Sunday?
2: I agree. And for the second part, as a player, do you want or need a captain to say anything? I would say no. I, I think the more I like if you... Oh, losing a Champions League game I and you need your captain to kind of let you know it wasn't good enough or that, whatever. I, I just, no, I mean, if he speaks, he speaks, but I don't think as a player um, you go looking for that. Another question here. Uh, Let's see which one's good. I guess we kind of touched on this quite a few times, but let's just answer it anyway. This is from <laughs> <laughs> SC, and I want to listen, fact. F-A-C-K. Okay. Just being clear. This is a PG podcast. He <laughs> says, what goes through your mind during a penalty shootout? Um, I have the penalty expert next to me. I've said many times, I have no problem taking a penalty in a game. I took them at Akron. Never took one in a game for Seattle. I Took a couple in penalty shootouts for Seattle. Um, the ones in a game... It's very different. It's still a little bit of pressure. Penalty shootout for me, it's just that fifty-yard walk or so to the penalty spot. The whole stadium's there. You can't feel your legs. Home or away, didn't matter. Both, both, really? both. I think sometimes home is worse.
0: <laughs> like I think you're you, right. You Ho- home to. is worse. Yeah, away like home you, is like
2: yeah, and then. The goal's shrinking. It's getting smaller. It, it's like, it's an, I would hate penalty shootout. And the, the worst penalty i took in my life was against Portland in 2010 Open Cup. And it went in. And like, that's the way it goes sometimes. And I've hit some really good penalties and the keepers made it unbelievable save. But yeah. I would say in my mind is that a, a coach told me years ago when I was at Arsenal that um, decide early and never change your mind. Yep. And I always try to stick with that. Just like I'm going left, I'm going right always try to stick with that. I had a dream of making a Panenka penalty like Raul. I never got to do it. That's one of my regrets. Of that my was career. nasty. That was such a good that penalty. Was what nasty. confidence. That was nasty. Um,
0: so I, I think uh, picking aside early early is, is yeah. what I've always done. But in saying that, in Kansas City, Open Cup, uh, mm, we went mm, into pens, mm. and in my mind, I thought bottom right, bottom right, bottom right, until I, the ball left my foot. Oh, I wow. went left, and it went in, luckily, oh, and wow. he actually dove to his left. So he had the opportunity to save it if I yeah. stuck with my original decision. Same wow. here against Portland um, on the north end. Uh, I thought I was going right, right. And then last second, change it to go left.
2: Is that because you're seeing the keeper move or what? Dude, I
0: don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It's like you. Do you know why you don't like taking penalties in that situation? No, No, it's just something you have inside. So the same exact thing. I had no idea why I changed it. Um, Fortunately, they both went in. Um, but like you said, picking a side early and usually sticking with, but most important thing is putting it on frame. Yeah. At least make the goalie make save. a save. Like even yeah. last night, like Kelvin's penalty was a good penalty. It was, The yeah. keeper made an insane save. You watched it in slow yeah. motion, the ball's on the yeah. line and he actually bats it out. Yeah. It was...
2: Yeah. It, that was a good save. The keeper, he, their he
0: keeper was, was fired up for he penalties. Was, yeah. If you saw his reaction on TV, he was telling <laughs> the players, look at me, look at me, look at
2: me. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, all right, we'll do one more. Well, no, I don't want to answer that one. Um... Someone just asked about: did, did Brad always know where he's going? I guess we just answered that. Um, ah, here's a good question. I don't know if you saw this, and I, f- I think someone sent me sent this to me. Um, this is from Matt Lee six nine. He says, "I'm curious what Brad Evans thinks of Olympia Shade on Twitter after they beat us." Um, and the fact that they are dissing the wrong Brad is, is it really
0: no I don't know I don't know you why said dissing
2: Brad Smith by accident <clears throat> but I, think, that yeah, I, mean, I don't it, think it was meant they, for you I
0: think it was definitely meant yeah. for me um, you know we did that whole feature before this game yeah. to get you know people hyped up and that's what happens Yeah, I mean I didn't play in the game if I'm in the game <laughs> I score my penalties so if I'm there you know it, it changes things a little bit but um, yeah I'd love it i love it keep keep it going maybe this could be a, you know a rivalry for the future yeah. um, I'll take
2: uh, I've
0: had worse than that
2: uh, uh, last one from Danicus TV. It says, a couple of national pundits, it doesn't mention who, have said the loss last night moves the Sounders into the position of support or shield favorites. Do you agree?
0: That's a tough one.
2: It's, it's yeah, early.
0: I, it is early. I don't, think, they, I don't <laughs> think the loss I change. mean,
2: yeah.
0: no, I, I, I don't think it changes much. I think um, I mean, who this, are the, team, this team still has a lot to prove. Yeah, it's exactly. impossible to pick a and supporter who, Shield who favorite. Who are right
2: the now. teams? I mean, Atlanta, LAFC, it's going to be Toronto. It's going to be the usual suspects, I think. So, I mean, are you better than LAFC? Are you better than Atlanta with 34 games? I don't know.
0: That's you, be, you won't see any surprises this year, I don't yeah. think. Um, but, uh, I mean, it gives us, okay, it gives us a better chance of fielding a more consistent lineup and, and you know, possibly risking injuries yeah. and travel. So they're taking that in, into consideration. Um, yeah. Favorites? I don't know right now. A good chance at, at keeping guys healthy? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. All right. And right before we go, we'll do one big thing for myself and from Brad. And For me, I think it's very simple this week. It's a home opener and... Win. That's my word for this week. Just win. That, again, I am the biggest fan of pretty football. Pass the ball, move the ball, dominate at home. All of that. I don't care how it happens on Sunday. You just have to win to get a good start. In two thousand nine, beat New York. That sells off to a great season. Twenty ten, beat Philly. Um, twenty eleven, can't remember. My memory's going. Who do we play in twenty eleven home opener?
0: Don't look at me, dude. Wow. I don't remember any of this stuff. Would, I thought you were the vault man. It That's why been, I'm
2: here. It would have been a home game. Cause I remember. It would have been a home game. Oh, we played. No, no. we played. Um, um, the Galaxy here, lost 1-0, Janino scored. And we have some great chances, some great chances. 2012, don't remember, because I was injured. 2013, lost to Montreal. Anyway, my point is, it feels better when you win, so just go and win. Don't know what to expect from Chicago, really have no idea. Um, no idea how close Nico is, Gustav hopefully is there. Um, we'll see, but I think at home, a team you're going to see once, it's an Eastern Conference team, just put a statement out championship celebration, don't know if there's some things planned, I'm sure they are. Um, I think just win, man. Just go out, win. This will be forgotten and it's like, let's start our season off in the right way. I really want to see the Sounders make a push for supporters' shield. I really want to see that. But that's my one big thing.
0: I'm with you on that one. Um, I think just keep a, keep a clean sheet. That's number one for me is uh, can this team <clears throat> dig down and, and, and hold it to zero uh, it'll be a surprise of the Chicago team I mean Sapong is usually he's yeah. played historically he's actually played well here whether it's with Kansas City or Philly and now mm. obviously with Chicago so he's he's, uh, he's one to watch on the other side um, but can we uh, keep it to zero and, and get off to a good start of the season now uh, like you said put this one yeah. in the past let's keep it to zero the Bulls will be um, buzzing in the locker room after that and the fans will too
2: yeah there's one question I missed it came from a Keith Kostigan on Twitter uh. um, it's says my question is are you guys sitting down with any other cool people this morning or will it be just you two and the answer is just us two <laughs> <laughs> <Unlucky>. <laughs> all right that's all we have time for is Steve Zakwani, it's Brad Evans winging it with Zach and Brad Sounders home opener at home to Chicago hopefully we're back here next week um, celebrating three points and then previewing Um, The Columbus crew come into town. MLS 25th season is here. It's an exciting time. Games start tomorrow. Sounders go on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Um, Hope you all be at the game. If not, tune in and support the boys on TV. And then we'll be back here next week. They
1: have pulled out one of the best performances in their short history.